If you are not 18 years or older, go away. This is not for you. Hi, and thanks for downloading another episode. Um, several ways you can support the podcast. First off, you can rate it in iTunes. But be honest, don't just give it a six or whatever it is. You know, just do do it. Okay, give it a six. Um, also, you can, of course, donate by clicking the donate button on Massacast.com. That is always very helpful. Uh, and also, you could also, you know, help out the sponsor as well, Eden Fantasies, who sponsors the podcast where you can uh, you can find I, I didn't even know this they have a huge lube section arousal lubes which I think you can just throw them on someone and then you're good to go oil based lubes silicone based water based uh, they have a whole lube section so check out uh, Eden Fantasies that's uh, EdenFantasies.com they've got a huge library of personal toys bondage gear sexual health products and lots lots more Enter EFCAST upon checkout, E-F-C-A-S-T, and you'll save 20% off your order. I'm just as impressed as you are. Saad and I just came back from D.C. over the weekend. We were at Momentum, which was a a sex-positive event. Uh, We had a lot of fun. We we got to hang out with some of our good friends. We got to... uh, I was on a a podcasting panel, and it was really cool for me to, to learn about how some of the other... Uh, sex podcasters run their podcast. It was really cool and um, had a lot of fun. And uh, thanks to uh, the organizers of Momentum. Uh, so this episode is going to be a little shorter than normal. I was planning the uh, usual big thing, but because of uh, uh, work stuff going on and uh, because we were out of town this last weekend, uh, here's you're going to get basically a follow up to last episode. If you listen to the last episode, you remember Evermore t- uh, was reading a, a letter that she got. And uh, so this episode is actually a follow-up. Shortly after all this went down from the last episode, she came over and we talked about what happened. And uh, we had a lot of fun. Saad and I sat down with her. And um, uh, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that happens to Evermore. And it's, it's always entertaining uh, conversation, as you can hear. Here she is uh, with the follow-up of what went down from the guy that came over to give her service. Well, he had he had come over several times and it was really great because it was when I was when uh, my my preparations for leaving the city were starting to really sort of compound and and get uh uh, I was starting to feel a little bit of pressure. Mm-hmm. And it was really really nice to have him around to help me help relieve some of the pressure and do some things that, you know, took was taking up time when I needed to spend my time doing things online or something like that. It was just service, right? It was just service. He, he would do my dishes for me. I would come home. I would want dinner. So he would come down and he would, um, um, take my containers of food. You can call me Granny. Okay, go ahead. Containers of food out of the refrigerator and ask me what I wanted to eat tonight. Yes. <laughs> actually, he actually asked me if I would um, leave a post-it note for him telling him what I wanted to eat so he wouldn't have to bother me and ask me what I wanted to eat. Because t- he wanted to be completely hands-off. Right, he wanted to be... Um, well, he didn't want to be completely hands-off, but he wanted to be as low-maintenance as possible. <laughs> Right? I don't know about his hands, but low maintenance sounds okay. good. 
Um, and uh, he would do, you know, the few dishes that were in the sink while the food was heating up and um, and uh, we'd chat and laugh and have fun and and um, I'd be doing things and, you know, distracted online as well. And uh, I think I was selling a lot of CDs online at the at the time or something. And so it was just clicking buttons here and there. Um and it was really nice. We were developing a friendship. Um, uh, it wasn't anything like any of the um, descriptions of what people had given me of the kind of service they had wanted to provide me when I when when I was open to being approached about stuff like that. Or I, actually, I wasn't even open. I was in a position of. Um, you know, people thought it was okay to offer, you know, themselves as as servants of sorts and would, you know, write me letters or emails telling me what kind of service they wanted to provide. Um, and, and what was actually manifesting wasn't anything like anyone's fantasy of what it is to serve a dominant woman that I had heard from the people who had approached me. It was very friendly. It was very friendly, very warm. Um, it, it could have become a companionship. Um, and I think that would have been sort of the ideal manifestation of, um, of, I, I think that, that was its potential until again, it was just perfectly symbiotic, non directly sexual I'm sure he got a kick out of it some sort of sexual kick out of it but it wasn't you didn't he He never asked to be naked doing my dishes wearing a French maid outfit we should point out really upset you that he didn't ask this (laughs) because you kept calling up and saying I just want to see him naked already I would love to see his nuts swinging through the air while he's on his hands and knees cleaning my bathroom floor. I would love that. I would fucking beautiful. That totally turns me on. (laughs) I'm going to use this out of context for a teaser for the next episode, by the way. So this is the uh, email correspondence. Yes. So um, I had... I was starting to ask him to run errands for me. It wasn't just like an after work, after uh, after hours kind of thing. And I had started giving him, you know, could you pick up the dry cleaning? Because it was right across the street. We lived in the same. We live in the same building. And um, could you? Um, do you have a little time after work? I need. Uh, I need you to pick up my shoes from Grand Central. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think it was the shoes that were the beginning of the end. Because if you... <laughs> was this the first thing you sent him to do? No, this was the second. Okay. Dry cleaning was the first. Mm-hmm. The shoes were the second thing. <laughs> and it took several days to get the shoes back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if, if, you, if, you, if your memory serves you, you'll remember that he mentioned shoes in his introductory letter he to me. He had a thing for shoes. Yes, yeah. he likes shoes. Well, you know, of course, this occurs to me that, you know, he put this in his note and I'm asking him to go get my shoes. I thought it was actually kind of cute. Like maybe, you know, this will maybe this will be nice for him and that would be, you know, that would make me happy. Um, 
um, because I really liked him. I really loved the friendship that we were were developing. It, it um, I I felt like I felt comfortable relying on him, mm-hmm. and that's something I haven't felt with any with any submissive that has been with me or in satellite of me. I never really felt like I could rely on on anyone. It, present company excluded entirely but I never like I never considered you in that way so it's you know it's that's perfectly understandable asshole (laughs) but I totally you're like 100% reliable anyway so I digress I'm faithful (laughs) yes (laughs) it could be so dirty so so what was the the end? What happened? Right. So, well, I don't want to jump to the end. Oh, okay. um, um, he gets the shoes, and I want, I want the shoes, and so I'm like, hey, you think you can come by tonight? Um, he, something had come up the next night, and he couldn't come by. He ended up keeping the shoes like throughout the weekend, um, which I knew was dangerous because the girlfriend is over on the weekends and it was just you know why present the opportunity to have something in her face even if she said you know she's okay with it why put it in her face mm-hmm. you know especially when it's new and he was definitely taken with me as was I with him and um you know I, I, I knew that that just was, you know, it could be a problem and it turned out to be a problem. Mm. She found the shoes. She didn't like it. And here is his message to me. Hello, ma'am. Last night I got into a lot of trouble with my GF because I did not know she was coming over and she found your shoes. As soon as I walked into the door, she instantly barraged me with a lot of questions and I could not think of anything. So I told her the truth. She's very mad at me and doesn't want me to come see you anymore. I would not listen to her and come down anyway because I want to express my submission to someone like you who is caring and accepts it. But you're leaving and and will be out of my life in a few months. And my girlfriend has been in my life for years. Honestly, I'd rather wash your dishes and run errands for you and serve you every day than be in any sort of vanilla relationship. But you're leaving and it will leave me with nothing. What do you think? I feel bad. I need to serve you. Tell me what to do. I feel like I don't know how to express myself. Should I risk my relationship for a few months of ecstasy serving you? If you were not moving, I would so want to take this as far as possible if you would allow me. Just need your advice or your thoughts, ma'am. And you said, I don't care. Give me my shoes. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) I say, take a deep breath. Can you come down to talk this over? He writes back minutes later. I'm too embarrassed and just emotional all over the place. Seeing you right now would be too much. I cannot express myself to you face to face at this moment. My heart is beating too fast and I just feel too much. I'm so sorry, and I apologize, ma'am, if I'm not strong enough at the moment to face you. His age is really showing here. Like, he's, he's, um, he's, uh, I think, 24 or 25, and 
um, this is like all of this, all of these emotions and drama is so unnecessary. I, what I couldn't understand is why couldn't he just come down and we could just talk about this? It could be inexperience more than... More than age. Well, and he's afraid he's going to throw himself on you, and then you're still going to leave, and he's going to feel ashamed for having kissed you and been denied. Or, or, or for that matter, he could probably say to himself, if he's if he saw you one more time, then it might be, you know, who knows? Or maybe he it took him that long to clean the cum out of your shoes. <laughs> I think we should turn it into a romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the other thing, um, the other thing that was a little bit alarming is in this um, initial, you know, alert message. Um, he says, uh, uh, "Let's see. As soon as I walked in the door, she instantly barraged me with a lot of questions, and I could not think of anything. So I told her the truth." Which I thought. I thought he told her the yeah. truth. It looks like he might not have. You know, I give my sentences, my two sentences, take a deep breath, come down so we can talk this over. He says, I'm too embarrassed. I'm really sorry. I'm too emotional. I say, again, relax, come down and talk this out with me. I really can't, ma'am. I feel too embarrassed with the way I feel about you and guilty over things my girlfriend said to me. Please don't make me. I say, I'm not making you. But there's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I know you'll get over your anxiety if you talk. So please come down. It's embarrassing the way I feel about you in a week of knowing you and the dedication I feel and deep desire to serve you and to consider breaking up with my girlfriend for two months of service is embarrassing. I can't look you in the eyes right now. I can't explain that feeling any better. You're presence at the at this moment and time is too much for me i want to obey you and do what you say but this feeling is too strong right now you're being silly feelings are tricky suckers it's important to know when to put your feelings about this new development aside and move forward this is not a disaster this is very manageable you have to participate in making it easier though Anyway, you're irrational right now. I can help you see what's real. He says, but you won't be here. And what happens to me when you leave? That's not what I mean. For Christ's sake, just come and talk. I promise you'll feel better. I don't see the point when I'll, when I will just get hurt in the end, down at the end of this path. I, I think it's best, like my girlfriend said, to just stop being a freak and grow up. Sorry, I never wanted to disappoint you, and maybe I have. I apologize. <sighs> you did not disappoint me. Can you? So, what happened after? Have you talked to him since? I was doing a lot of ordering at the time, mm-hmm. and I gave him a list of things that I uh, anticipated having to order in the next month or so, and he mentioned. Um, uh, financial domination, and although I'm not, I, I'm not, I am extremely uncomfortable saying I want this, buy it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I said this is the list I'm going to be ordering from this month. If you choose, if you choose something on this list to purchase for me, or some, how did I say it? I can't remember. Um, if you'd like to spre- express yourself financially, here is this list. Just let me know when you order something so I don't duplicate the order. 
Um, so I sent him a short note after I told him he didn't disappoint me. And I said, forgive me. I don't mean to bother you. Because I thought it might be, you know, like I, I didn't want to bother him. I wanted to just sort of let him go and do his thing. Um, but have you ordered anything from this list? I'll be placing an order and I don't want to duplicate any items. And then I was like, oh, shit. You know, I don't want him to think that I don't want him to reduce this to that list. Yeah. Um, and so I said, it occurs to me that you might misunderstand my last message. I just want to say, please don't doubt how wonderful it was to have you here with me. Your intelligence, kindness, companionship, service, and friendship will truly be missed. And so his last message to me was, hello, ma'am. I apologize about how things went down. I wanted to be more of service to you, and I did not get to do that. I feel like my desires with you were wrong. I love service, but being in a very caring relationship is very hard for me, and I'm used to and like to be humiliated and used. So for that, I apologize for dragging you into it. Sorry if I hurt you. I will always be your servant. Now, that made me sad. Like, like really, did he... Did he want me to be the woman who says, buy this, do that, go away, come here? Like, really? Is that domination? I, I don't, that's not my domination. My, my idea of being served is someone relieving the pressures of my life. Yeah. And that was, that's my current idea of being served. That's what I needed. That's what I wanted that's what he did and now and now like he's i don't know from what he said his girlfriend said stop being a freak and grow up to now this um being in a caring relationship is hard i like to be humiliated and used i'm sorry for dragging you into that like now i wonder what part of this was real what part of this wasn't you know, I know our moments together were real, but there seems to be a lot of things happening in the background that he wasn't talking about. Yeah. I felt like I was eavesdropping listening to the emails. I mean, I felt like I was invading someone's privacy or something like that. Um, but, I mean, I guess you'll really never know unless you actually sit down and talk with them, right? And I'm not going to. Um, we've seen each other. <laughs> Uh, I knew this was going to happen. Every every time the elevator comes down from the sixth floor, I think, is he going to be on it? Yeah. When I get on the elevator. And one day he was, and his girlfriend was with him. And they were bringing their clothes to the laundromat. And I smiled, and I waved. And um, she looked at me, and he just said, hey... And waved back and smiled and, you know, who knows if she knows who I am or, you know, I don't know if she's ever seen me before. I think I might have seen her a couple times before in the couple years that he's lived there. Um, um, but that day I was having a, a little sidewalk sale and um, he made a water run that day and walked right past me. And just gave me a wink 
And that was it. It was like, you know, we had this secret. Um, and I was glad that he acknowledged. Like, I was wondering, is he going to walk past and not make eye contact? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going to happen here? But I, I was glad that he acknowledged. Well, it does make for a good story. <laughs> yeah, it makes for a good story. I'm and sorry it ended that way, though. I mean, that sucks, obviously. You know, it was much more dramatic for him than it was for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I really didn't want to participate in the drama. And I wonder if that disappointed him. Do you, so has this changed your idea of what service could be? Um, like, in your next... After you move... Uh, if you saw someone who called themselves a service submissive, would you go, oh, let me read more about this person or let me find out more about this person because... I had some very positive moments, so mm -hmm. yes. Yes, I would. Whereas before, I, I wouldn't. I would have... You know, I, I would have had an image of, you know, a naked old fat dude... <laughs> In a tutu. <laughs> so while this was going on, now I, I'm just I'm just curious of what goes through the minds of women in general. I guess over the course of that time, either while he was doing it or whatever, were are there any dirty thoughts that crossed your mind? Yeah, I was actually a little bit attracted. To, yeah, I was I was a little bit attracted to him. <laughs> okay, then there were, there you go. Women are dirtier than I thought. I mean, when you say. <laughs> Even when you say... Wait, what, what schema am I fitting into in your little brain right now? I don't think she had a <laughs> bell she was ringing. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying... Oh. I'm just saying... Was there a bell involved? <laughs> there, <laughs> it's, I, it's gone missing since we moved in here. Oh, interesting. <laughs> there was a cunnilingus bell that she would ring. I gathered things. Well, it could have been anything. It could have been anything. It could be... No, it couldn't have. That was the only thing it could be. That's not... That's so not true. It could be, get me more tea, Val. <laughs> we weren't talking about tea. It could we be... We were talking about dirty thoughts. It could be, give me a sensual massage. You know, it could be... Yes. So, of the clitoris. So, here's... So here's the thing. Well, wait. Wait a second, though. Because that that hope and expectation from people in the past has made it has made has repulsed me mm -hmm. and made the idea of service incredibly uncomfortable for me. Do you think it was because he wasn't expressing any of those desires? The oh, here's your dishes are done, and if you're a clitoris needs massaging, he, you know, because he didn't say do, or but do he anything. He was looking for. Of any type other than service, I believe he no barter in right. service. I guess my question is: is, is uh, my question is, what do you think brought on the dirty thoughts? Was it the fact that he didn't express any interest in that, and he didn't? I liked him. I could. I respected his ways. I respected. I, I mean, because the way of his people. <laughs> Some dickhead that you know that that calls himself a service submissive and expects some kind of reward, like you're saying, is it's that's total bullshit, and I and I can't respect that. Right. I can't respect that at all. And there's no way my body would be able to open up in a situation like that. It it, it hasn't. If it ever has, that will be the day that hell 
freezes over. It's repulsive to me. Yeah. Like, really? And I, I believed, I believed his, I believed his orientation. I, it was authentic. He was sincere. And I really think he didn't expect anything in return, which is why that last email was such a surprise to me. Like, why are you bringing up humiliation now? Mm-hmm. Like, what? It, there must have been fantasizing after he would leave. Because in that, in the time that he was there, he was definitely very focused on our conversations. And he, he was ready to leave when he was done. And I remember twice, once I was on the phone and another time I was video chatting, he was just like, you know, he, he put his hand up and said, thank you. And, you know, I'll, I'll see you in motion that he'll see me tomorrow. And, and that was it. You know, like he wasn't expecting anything. He didn't wait around for me to get off the phone. And maybe, you know, he could show me his dick or something, you know, or, you know, well, why would like you do that when he could do that on chat roulette anytime. Because <laughs> you're lurking there all the time, just waiting. Oh, is that right? All the time. Boys, show me your dick. <laughs> Thank you to Evermore. We're actually there's another conversation we had with her uh, about chat roulette. She's. Like the chat roulette expert and just listening to her describe her experiences is really entertaining. You'll hear that in a, a future episode. Um, Mastercast.com is the website. You can also uh, email me, mastercast at gmail.com. Please click on donate if you, uh, if you feel that this podcast is worth something to you. It's really appreciated. And uh, thank you very much for listening. And thanks to Eden Fantasies for uh, sponsoring it and... Uh, you know, I've mentioned it before. They've got their free sex-positive magazine, Sexes, for stories, advice from some of your favorite sex bloggers. And, uh, of course, you can enter EFCAST, E-F-C-A-S-T, on checkout and get 20% off your order. And uh, make sure you, you you write a review after you uh, get your toy or lube or other product because uh, that's what really helps the website out a lot is the honest reviews that people give. We'll see you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.